On this episode of Novel Predictions, Kales actually likes a book I made her read. I will say I am enjoying this book. It never happens. You are yes. so hard to please. I am, but I'm actually really enjoying this. And welcome to Novel Predictions. This month, I'm rereading Grave Mercy. And I'm Kales, and I'm reading it for the first time. Yes, you are. Yeah. So. That's what we do on this podcast. That's it's what my we turn. do. <laughs> Yay. In case anybody. Yeah, I know. In case anybody doesn't know, what we do on this podcast is every month we read a book. Go figure. It's a book podcast. Uh, and. Anyway, uh, one of us has read the book before. In this case, Allison has read Grave Mercy. And in this case, I have not. And so I am going to... She gives me a certain amount of chapters, which usually range from about five to ten chapters, depending on the size of the book. And then I have to make predictions based off of it. It's hard. It's not easy. If you've listened to any of our other previous episodes, such as the Sense and Sensibility one or Poison Study... It's or bad. Or Eric. Well, Aragon. Okay, I did okay on Aragon, but did I did. Don't <laughs> don't question it. I did do really well on it. Um. Anyway, it it it's hard to do that, and I am excited though because it's fun and it challenges our reading, and we have an awesome community of followers. So thank you, followers. Thank you, subscribers. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Hello. Um. We would love it if you like what we're doing to subscribe. Hit that button. Follow us on all the different places. Allison just got us on Spotify. I did like five minutes ago. Yay. Yay. It was very easy. I don't know why I've been putting it off. I don't even I don't either. I I swear Allison has the harder job. She runs all the social and uploads the podcast and everything. I just edit and it's just like, I think this sounds okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm still learning as we go. Um, but that being said, so we'd love it if you could subscribe and then follow us on social because Allison does a great job on social. I think page book Allison is making her read. <laughs> 582. It's good. 582. 582. That's what you... I did it for you so you would have something to do on the plane. Liar. <laughs> I could fill okay. my time. I could have dragged 700 books with me. It's fine. I still will bring two books with me, I think. Okay. Well, regardless, <laughs> thank you for listening to our podcast. And we're going to get started with Grave Mercy by Robin LeFevre. Is that yes. how you pronounce the name? Yes. Okay, I'm really bad at pronunciation. Um, no, you, you got it right. She just came to the store recently. That's right. And mm-hmm. so she just put out a new book in the same universe, but Courting not the same series. Darkness. Yeah. So maybe if you like She's this She's got one, some great titles. She does. Maybe if you like this series, you'll get on that one too. Well, you I, didn't read it already, did you? No. I didn't um, think so. I, no. I, I will say I am enjoying this book that never happens you are so hard to please i am but i'm actually really enjoying this um it's so you though can i just say 
It's so you. It's insane. So if anybody's listened to our previous podcast or um, uh, uh, previous episodes or our previous podcast, YBYA, you'll know Allison is a huge fan of fantasy and Mm -hmm. she likes YA fantasy. And like already I I was reading this and I was like, oh my God, it has that trope she likes. Oh my God, it has assassins. Oh my God, wait, it's historical. Oh my God, wait, badass female heroines. Oh wait, there's going to be a little bit of magic in this. Hold on. This is Allison written all over this fucker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, All over this All my favorite things that are never in the same book are in this book. Are in this book? Well, you want to know what's so weird to me is I never heard of it. How? I, I don't know. That's what's shocking to me is I, I, I was like, how do I not know what this book is? How have I never heard of it before? In all my years of reading YA and scouring library shelves, nothing, nada. And I'm like, this is, this is because in my head I was reading it and it feels like the, the new Sabrina series on Netflix with the whole tie to the devil, tie to death sure. and like handmaidens of death. And then yet it also just feels like the black coats, which I just read by Colleen Oaks about like this vengeance and women who kind of like hate men, not kind of, they pretty much do. And then, and they seek vengeance and, you know, are, are at the, the bidding of a secret society that's run by women. And then yet it also kind of feels like, um, the Gallagher girl series, because we know that there's going to be like, an I, I have predictions, but there's a, there's a reason I think it's like that one too. And I was like, how? I don't know. I feel like this yeah. book is underrated. It's, does it have a fandom? I like, think I don't it know. definitely does. I mean, when we announced that that was the book we were doing, we had multiple people excited about it. Really? I. This is so funny to me. Like, I had no, well, no so I clue. Think, I think it's it's definitely mid-list, right? Yeah. Um, Which, shout out to mid-list authors. There yeah, was this tweet real. going around recently that Melinda Lowe posted, and about midlist authors and i just want to say that like i am a huge advocate of midlist authors i think there are so many underrated ya's out there that are not that are excellent and just not they're not given yeah the time of day by the publishing companies to and the money to advertise and stuff yes but yeah so so just shout out this book is definitely midlist which i'm pretty sure i discovered it so i read it in 2012 oh no that's not right that's a super lie i read it in 2015 the end of 2015 because it was the book that got me through my drive to Colorado when we were moving here um yeah so because I was driving alone for you know 12 hours um so the audiobook was like the other person in my car that I could talk to (laughs) fair point fair point wasn't wasn't Nate driving like another car yeah, my husband was driving the U-Haul truck, and I right. was driving my car with my sad cat in the back, and she was crying oh, poor the Gwen. whole time. Poor anyway, Gwen. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so I listened to this in 2015. All of the books, I think all of the books were already out, but I think what happened was I was working at the library in circulation at the time, and I think I saw the third one of this series, which was new in 2015, come through and so the third one intrigued me and so then I went and found the first one so I didn't hear about it or like see any hype for it at all I just discovered it as somebody who worked in the library that's see that's so interesting yeah I had no no notion of this series and it's right up your alley I know I said that already but it's it's right up your alley and it's well written yeah can I also say that too like that it's really good it's it's um the right amount of dark and 
um it i don't know i i like it 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 seems to fit ya really well it like hits all the points um and and it also kind of feels like throne of glassy to me and i'm like a little bit why did throne of glass get all of this not throne of yeah throne of glass do you want to know why because i looked up and across my from where i'm recording right now i saw tower of dawn and i was like that's not the first one hold on and i couldn't (laughs) throne and tower were too close um but i was like why didn't this book get as much notice as throne of glass did because no offense to throne of glass like it was not well written like i almost didn't keep reading the series everybody just kept telling me it got better but which even, it definitely does it does no 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 totally and i does. love that series but yeah the first one is a it's a debut right um, and it's not the sh- it's definitely not moss's strongest writing no it it isn't this isn't her debut is it you know i don't know here i can look it up i don't know I will say it made me laugh. I did post on Twitter a little bit that there was a dramatis personae. Yeah. And you know you're getting into some hardcore fantasy when there's a dramatis personae. Because holy fuck. Yeah. So I, I, and I said on that Twitter thread too, like, I just skip those. I don't read them because. I read them. Well, one, they're spoil. it's spoilery. And like, I usually like spoilers, but that it's spoilery for like, you know, Oh, wait, who. then I didn't read this one. You didn't read the, the personae? no. Because I didn't want to be spoiled. Right. Okay, I'm so looking at it right now. I was like, oh, I don't know who that person is. Right. Um, it's not her first book. It looks like it might be her first YA, though. She looks like she wrote some, some middle grade. That okay. actually looked pretty cool. And now I want to go read them. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I'm, gl- I'm so happy that you're enjoying it. I swear. Yeah, I, really I don't am. think there's been a single book that I've made you read that you've out the gate been like oh i'm liking this no there isn't one it it feels like a better poison study i gotta be honest with you because of her knack for poisons and stuff well um, yeah which i think might have been a draw for me because poison study like that whole series was pretty contemporary with my reading history when i started reading this one so i read like all the poison studies and really enjoyed maria snyder right uh, and then was like oh she's immune to poison that's so cool and she's an assassin that's so cool well and that she's a lady and it's set in the 1400s which in i like Brittany, which is super cool it's yeah. a unique setting for sure i totally thought her name was Brittany to start until they introduced Why? her until because she didn't get a name she didn't get a name yeah, until chap- she gets to the Abbey. Yeah, until she in the second chapter. Literally, she's not named. And and so I thought her name was Brittany. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to ruin everything You're for like, me this if this said worst. in the 1400s and her name is Brittany. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. So, because oh she doesn't God. get a name. And then, and then luckily I was listening to it and finally we got a name. But I just was like, what the fuck? So. Are you liking anyway. the audiobook? I do. I've been bouncing back and forth because um, I was listening to the audiobook uh, earlier today and then I wasn't finishing fast enough. And yeah. so when I went to go eat, I sat down and started reading it. And that was much faster for me because um, even though I listen to audiobooks at like one and a quarter speed, mm-hmm. um, it's still not as fast as I can read. So once I started to get into it, it was better. Um, but of course, though, my brain being my brain was like, um, that's not... I started pronouncing names wrong because the way it's spelled is not the way that I spell it in my head sure. when I hear the word. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it 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 was a little confusing at first. I had to figure out who was who. Um, Should have gone to the Dramatis Persona, man. Fuck. <laughs> That's what it's there for. That it's and a true. goddamn map. 
But yeah, also, like Sybil and like all of those are spelled. Yeah, they're all spelled weird. Um, but the other thing that I'm liking is that it's historical mm-hmm. with enough fantasy. It's like this made up world in France, um, which I think is pretty cool. And I'm really fascinated by the saints. Yeah. And I'm like super fascinated by this. One, it was a little creepy for me because I was like, how many daughters does death have? How many women has he fornicated with? And it's like, oh shit, it's a lot of them. And um, that well, was bothersome. Well, it's not like a lot, a lot. I think there was like six full initiates and then there was maybe, there was less than a dozen girls. Yeah. Okay, still. But it's still I was a lot. Like, yeah, for sure. Death gets around. <laughs> and um, it made me kind of think about um, Percy Jackson. Then it also made me think about Sweet Evil which is the the series about the seven deadly sins having a bunch of children. And it it was that was a little creepy to start out with, but once you kind of just get over it, um right, cuz it doesn't matter. Like it's really no. just like her origin story. Yeah. And I love that the origin story was like contained and concise within five chapters and it was like that's it, that's all you need. Go. Yeah. Um and I like that. I thought it was it was well structured um in that sense just and also as a playwright i was like oh thank god it's concise we don't have a lot going on in this backstory no more it's exposition concise, but it's thorough like i it's mean you really thoroughly informative you really do learn about a lot about her and her father and like this whole situation and kind yeah. of the world we're in without there's doesn't there's not a lot of telling nope. it's more of like an inner dialogue yeah I mean, As yeah, this 14-year-old who's so... getting married off to this gluttonous ass-fat, oh, ass-hat. so gross. Oh, God, I hope she kills him later. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, lots of lots of things. So how many books are in the series? That's one thing I was going to ask okay. in terms of my predictions. Three. Three. But, it's a trilogy. But. Fuck, what'd you do? The first book is about Ismay. And, and the other two are not. It's like, um, like the it's second like book. It's like Glittering Court and like. I haven't read those, but the second book is about Sybil. And then the third book is about, or Sabine. Is it Sabine? Am I making things up? I don't know. The one that's like gone missing. Yeah. One book is about her. One book is about um, Ismay's like best friend. The one who's sad that she hasn't gotten any missions yet. Aw, oh, man. I had a prediction for her. Well, that just spoiled that. So this book is about Ismay. And the okay, other two so we at least get a complete story. Her. Yes. Okay, that helps me. Thank you, because I'm yeah. sitting here thinking, I'm like, crap, I've got fifteen, I've got fifteen hundred pages, right? I have to get through. Which is another reason arc. I wanted to pick this book because I have given you series starters before where it's hard because it stretches out. So yes. this is a series starter, but also pretty much a standalone. Like it's I have really more like a world starter. Yeah, I haven't read I haven't read the other books in this series. Okay. I've only read this one because at the point in time when I read this one, I was weirdly salty about series that did that where they jumped from character to character instead okay. of sticking with one story. Nice. I've gotten over that because that's all romance books. Yep. That's how they're written and I just had to get over it. Um but at the time I was not over it, so I did not continue this series. Although now I probably will, because I'm really enjoying rereading. 
I like I said, I'm I'm actually enjoying this one a lot, and I I'm I'm glad that it's something that's going to help me on my airplane travels and my car ride travels. Well, so. I'm glad to have supplied you with a honker yeah. for. Let's this hope trip. it doesn't suck later. Um, like my predictions are gonna. Yeah, let's get into your predictions. You like ready? that segue. What did you like that segue? I I I. No, I did it. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Bleh, fine. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. So as always, we have our um, normal prediction questions and yay, this book will work for them because they're fantasy. Yay, hero's journey. <laughs> yes. All right. So our first question is, does the MC fall in love? Absolutely. I'm writing I, that verbatim. Yes. I firmly fucking believe in it. I think this is a, and I'll repeat this in the trope question, but I am convinced that this is an enemies to lovers dealio here. I'm convinced that right now I really think, ow, what just happened? I knocked, okay, so I have to, in my head, in my setup, because I have to be able to hear myself when we're doing the podcast, so I have earbuds in to see, to hear you, and then I have headphones on to hear myself plugged into two different places and I knocked the headphones off um on accident you're ridiculous okay shut up it's fine um so anyway so I'm convinced that it's it's this Duval guy that we've got here the the one that she has to go pretend to be his mistress yeah I'm convinced it's him is the enemies to lovers dude yeah Duval who's like super noble enough to be annoying like, what's that stupid vow he makes? Sorry, it made me think of the Swan Princess. Did you ever watch that as a kid? No. What? Okay, so the Swan Princess, there was this big thing about vows and everlasting love and all this shit. And it was like, I'm like a vow of everlasting love. The listeners will know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> <laughs> we should do a movie one of these one time. That should be our bonus episode one time is to do a novel predictions movie edition. I make you watch like the first couple of minutes and then you have to predict the rest of the movie. Anyway, um, it's so it, it, it he he's so noble. It kind of hurts. Yeah, I think he's kind of a douche, but it's but, like a chivalry thing. Right. And I'm like, oh, God, you're annoying. But but I do think it's going to be him. And I think that this like whole thing because she was like admiring his bod of course. Which was not, it was like, oh, he could probably beat me. And that was like, that's unsettling. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but you're going to think he's attractive later. And there's going to be like some, we have to, you know, it's it's that romantic comedy thing of like, we have to pretend to like each other that we actually end up liking each other. And um, so I think it's going to be him. But here's my other thing. Okay. I think he's eventually going to have the mark of death on him. And she's not going to be able to carry it out because she loves him. Okay, so you think he's going to be marked by Mortain? Yes. And so she's going to have like an internal conflict of I'm I'm supposed to kill everyone with the mark of Mortain, but I love this person. Yep, and she's not going to be able to do it because there's also a bunch of shit right now about her being committed to the order or to Mortain. Right. It's like come up like four times and every time she's like why would you question that? And it's like mm-hmm, that's going to get questioned later. She's pounding it into our heads right now. That that that's gonna get questioned, and it's because of the the boy. Okay, so do you think? Well, this is like you know way down the line, but we're here. So, do you think that that's gonna cause be the like twist or something? Like, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. Okay. Usually when I do these predictions, I come up with a story as I'm spitting this out. Yeah, so I'm so with you. We'll, I do that too. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, okay. I, I, I'm thinking that's probably going to happen, but I, I'm, I'm not quite sure yet. Okay. Do you think there's going to be any kind of triangle or secondary love interest or anything like that? Or is it going to be straightforward? I think she's going to fall in love with him and he's betrothed or like been with somebody else. We're going to pull a sense and sensibility shit here. And that like (laughs) he's supposed to be with someone else, but he doesn't really love her because she's his mistress right now. And while he said that like, I'm not one to take a mistress. He's, like, super devoted to the Duchess. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they grew up together weirdly or something and, like... You think there's something there? If not the Duchess, it's someone else in the noble court that's, like, his, like, really good childhood friend that they, like... And she's like, oh, I've always been in love with him, but he has no real interest and whatever. So you're just lifting the plot of Sense and Sensibility. No, no, no. No. Yeah. I'm also lifting the plot of Love Rosie, which I just watched the other day and re- and I've read too. But it's a it's a it's a common plot. So no, I think I, know, I I'm can kidding. use it. That that there's somebody there, but it's not valid. He has no feelings for that woman. I don't think there's gonna be anybody on her end, though. Okay. I think she's gonna I think she's so focused that he's gonna take her off guard, her feelings for him. Okay, so like her, it's gonna catch her off guard that she loves yes. him or whatever. Yeah, she's gonna love him. She'll get there. Okay. It's YA. <laughs> it's YA. Of course she'll love him. She'll YA love him. <laughs> we'll see. All right. What tropes do you think you're gonna see? So, enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. I said that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're gonna see. Um, we've already got like some secret society shit in here. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty convinced that we're gonna see a traitor somewhere. Do you know? I haven't who it's made it. Be well. My theory was that it was gonna be the little friend who kept getting passed over. I thought she was gonna get like a different offer, and they were gonna have to like go head to head later. Um, but that's not gonna happen now that she gets her own book. Um, it's definitely less likely. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that's gonna happen. Do you think it's anyone we've met? Well, that's what I'm wondering is I'm like, are we going to pull a black coats here? And it's like the whole organization is corrupt, but she seems to have like super big faith in death. But what I want to know, the problem I'm having is I don't know who all the saints are. They said there were nine saints Mm -hmm. and I know that there's the, 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 there's a fuck. They did one at the beginning. Um, when she's getting on the ship, they were like, there was an anchor pin and yeah. he's like the uh, something of the sea. I think there was like the saint of the sea. There's the saint of death. There's and the then, one that Duval wears, who's like the saint which of is soldiers. The leaf. Yes, the saint of soldiers. And so there, but there's nine of them. And I, I want, I wish I knew who the other ones were because I'm curious if it's like the Greek gods. If there's like an enemy of death, like is there a saint of life or is there a saint of love? Or oh, I is see what there, you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Because like yeah. I don't know who the enemy is. I don't know who the antagonist is right now. I was hoping it would be in the um, dramatis personae. Dramatis personae, but they're not. So right, because we don't meet them. We're not going to meet them. I'm well, convinced right. of that. Um, we're not going to meet the saints. They're not going to come down in some godly form or humanly form or something. But, but that's what I'm saying is I don't know who the enemy is and that's bothering me that I haven't learned yet enough about the saints to be like, well, 
in the end, all you need is love. Like, I don't know. Well, because um, right now there isn't an enemy other than the ambiguous enemy of the French. Right. Which is why I'm like, okay, maybe this book is just as political as it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe the saints aren't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But, Mord- but Mordred... No. Mortain. Mortain, sorry. Mordred is my queen character in my Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Um, wow. Big crossovers yeah. there. Sorry. Um, so the um, he seems, I don't know. That's where I'm struggling. I don't know yet, and I'll make up my mind, and I'll pick a decision, but I'm still thinking there's going to be a traitor somewhere. Okay. Um, I will say that older dude... Whoever he was, that liaison seems fishy as fuck. The one that she accompanied to the party? Yeah, that old man. Mm, I'm not a big fan of him. I don't get good vibes off of him. Mm. Again, haven't made up my mind, but... I'm sure that's great in the listener's ears. Um, yeah, I think that that it... Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Any okay. more tropes? Well, I mean, we got a badass female heroine who's a little harder and then she learns to love. We'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, she's had some serious, like, near trauma. Oh, like fuck trauma, yeah. but near. I mean, I'm she not was gonna like raped. Yeah, I don't want to undermine that. I'm just yeah. saying she's like hard shelled trauma, and then she will soften, like Katniss. You know. <laughs> like what? Katniss. I'm trying to think of like Katniss. I'm trying to and, and like I'm trying to think of um. Uh, you know, why women that that trope follows. You know, there's been this great um, thing on Twitter also going around about um where where in fantasy why is everybody so hard all our heroines have to be assassins or something why can't we have a cook (laughs) fantasy land and i was like i want to read a book about a fantasy cook that is what okay so sidebar there are a couple of fantasy series that i will recommend to you based on that oh Um, man are they mid-list and there's just nobody knows about them because seriously it's like been a thing on twitter people have been trying to find these books so there's one um by charlie holmberg and it's the paper magician oh okay she's not like hard she's like right remember i tried to read that one back in january of last year yeah but you only like did you even i ran out of time no i ran out of time yeah you didn't start it so i just remember she gets assigned to be a paper magician and that she becomes like the paper one and she was like not thrilled about that because it was super lame she wanted to do metal yeah. Anyway, and then also there's an entire series by Elona Andrews um, about a intergalactic innkeeper. Nice. Wait. And, yeah. It's called <laughs> Clean Sweep is the first one. Okay. Sorry. Okay. It just I know you said intergalactic, but then it sounded like my book, and I was like, hold no, on. No, it's not like that <laughs> at all. Innkeepers? Nope, nope, nope. Okay, nope. good. Mine's um, in hell, not yeah. space. Yeah. So, and she's like... She is a badass, but she's also, like, a homemaker. Like, her job is to, like, make people's rooms awesome and be this way station for aliens. Um, All right. So, they exist. There's just not very many of them. That's fair. Anyway, let's move on to our next question. Unless you have more tropes. No, I'm good. Okay. Is there a mentor? If so, who? And I want to preface this because I think this book, we've already seen there's kind of two settings. There's the Abbey. And then there's going to be the court where they're going. Right. So I want to say, is there a mentor in the Abbey? Yes. And is there a mentor in the court? Yes. So Yes. So what's going to happen is the mentor in the Abbey, there's there's two. There's the head nun. The abbess. Yes. The head nun, who's kind of like secret mistress, who's like 
McGonagall-esque of like, I care about you, but I'm going to hit you over the head when you do something stupid. Okay. Um, and then there's also her poison master lady. Right. She seems to so seems to take a liking to her. Um, so those are those mentors. And then I'm pretty convinced that there's going to be someone, a cook, a maid, a somebody, I'm thinking servant level, who, like, takes her under the wing and, like, notices that she's not necessarily up on the uppity-up of all the noble court things because she keeps talking about how she ditched the one lady's class. Yeah. That she's going to, like, help her out. And it's, like, you know, one of those scenes where, like, they're sitting at the dining room table and she's going to pick up the wrong fork and the maid, like, coughs. And so she picks the other one. You know, she's going to help her with, like, her social etiquette. Yeah, so it's not necessarily, like... It's not going to be like an old lady mentor. It's like a friend who teaches her the ways of the court. Okay. Who mentors her in that way. But you're thinking it's a servant level. My head, I think it's like a servant maid. It's a lowly person. It's not a noble. Okay. I I just get a distinct feeling that all the nobles are going to be bitches. <laughs> I do. I think it's good. we're going to go all selection and red red queen on this ass. Like I really think that they're just going to be mean, which sucks that that's the stereotype. But I think that's going to be the test of it. Okay, we're going to meet also a couple more jerky men too. I mean, inevitably. Well, <laughs> we got to kill them all. Yeah. So she's yeah. She definitely. Well. So here's something interesting. Do you think in these first ten chapters she kills two people? Yeah. Like fuck. What the fuck? But we're already we're killing so many people. But they're her first kills. She right. hasn't killed anyone else. Like these were her first assignments. Right. And she like has some reservations. Don't you right. think? Yeah. Well, so, and she also had a really big problem when the guy's soul passed through her because she wasn't because yeah. the thing about the first kill is she wasn't there when the guy died. It was like right. let me she get like poison and die. run away. Mm-hmm. And then the second guy, when his soul though came out, it like flowed through her, and she was like, "This is really weird." And then when she asked the abbess about it, the abbess was like, "Pause, pause, pause, mm-hmm. pause. Oh, it's fine." Yeah, which like means weirdly significant. It's pause. not fine. <laughs> yeah, it's not fine. So there's something, something's wrong there. But I want to ask this question though. Mm-hmm. She's marked physically, right? Yeah, but not because it. She's she has a big big scar, right? Um, like along because her of side the body and her poison. Leg. Yeah, because right. Her That's mother... not because she's a child of death, correct? Right. right. So okay. she she was she has that mark because her mother tried to abort her using herbs, right? Which also can I say like hello abortion in a YA novel? Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, but because she's the daughter of death, she like couldn't. She's like immune to poison. So right. she didn't die, but she was marked by this. Okay, this I just was, I had to make sure because in yeah, she my does head, not have a mark of Mortain. Right, thank you. That's what I was I was getting really confused about that, and I tried to read it over and over again because I was like, if she has a fucking mark of Mortain, she's never gonna be stealthy. Like, no, who cares how high her boobs are pushed up? They're gonna be looking at the mark, and I was just like, yeah, and I don't understand. And it's on her. It's not on her face. Like it's on her ribs and hip and leg. Okay. So it's a part of her that isn't seen unless she was, you know, naked. Undressed. Um, yeah. But, and the Mark of Mortain is like the shadow that shows up. Like it, where they're going to die, right? right. Like it, it was around it the one guy's lips and it the It indicates neck. how they're going to die. Okay, cool. 
Um, which is why it's like a signal for her being like, oh, yes, this is correct. Because and then I think it also maybe is indicates to her how she's supposed to kill them. Well, at least like she's like which tool to use. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because if the mark's on his neck, I bet she could have stabbed him with a dagger in the neck and it would have been just fine. You know? But yeah. like she's not going to stab a guy in the heart when the mark is around his lips. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So that's I think that's kind of how it works. Okay. Um, the marking from Mortain. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that because I was seriously having there was times when I like even I would kept skipping back in the audiobook and I had to go look at the book itself because I was like what the f- what the fuck <laughs> I thought he was scared of her because the mark and no I got it now so that's my thought on the mentors and markings. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. The markings are interesting. They're like a whole thing. But, um, okay, so moving on, who is going to die? Well, <laughs> no, two guys, bad guys. Probably a lot of people. Probably a lot of people. Um, if it's anybody important, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think anybody we've met so far is going to die that okay. hasn't already. Like, I don't, I don't think Duvall's going to die. I don't think. What about cre- creepy guy? I don't think creepy guy's going to die either. Okay. I don't. None I of don't, the, the nuns? No. See, I don't think any of them are going to die. And I know that sounds... Oh, you know what? Wait. No, because they, there's three more books. There's two more. No. Yeah, I don't I don't think anybody's going to die. I was going to say the prophetess, the one who, like, sees and gives like, out the tears. Old. Yeah, but she has to give prophecies to the other girls in the other books, so no. I don't think anybody that we've met so far is going to die. What about in the court? Anyone that you would think, like... Just by your knowledge of courts. I don't know why, but like even I think for some reason, I think because they talked about this thing about her third kill and her third assignment. Right. That being that means she's a full initiate if she can do that. I don't. I honestly think she's going to have a hard time killing anybody else from here on out. I think the soul thing creeped her out. I think the love interest is going to have a heavy influence on her because he's so fucking noble, I want to die. Um, and I think that the... I think she's going to have reservations about the whole thing. Whether or not someone else kills someone, I don't know, and I honestly don't have enough information to say. I even think that, like, some supposed bad guy is going to get, like, jailed. Like, that's the thing, is that... You think that whole- it will be a full, three, like, 180 from where she is now? Yeah, actually, I do. I think she's not gonna... I don't think she's gonna continue the life of crime afterwards. I think she'll use her powers elsewhere. Like, she becomes a guard for the Duchess, or she she learns to use her powers for a different entity. Okay, I will Be just... that France, or be that another saint. So, it's... So, just to clarify, we're in Brittany before it is incorporated into france right because they're at war with france right okay sorry i keep saying france no you're fine because it makes sense because in our world Brittany is part of france but yeah um secondly she's she's state sanctioned baby she's not committing crimes yeah okay whatever i just wanted to make that clear because she's fully like supported morally morally yes okay morally right Her, her 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 morals her system of justice changes. Okay. That's, I think, the big, like, transformation 
It's not a twist. Right. I'm still so going to go with the fact that a traitor is a twist. That's the but... next question is what is it? What is the twist? Well, I think the twist is that I really think that she's going to have a turn of heart somehow, which might make her lamer. It would actually be really cool if she like stayed badass assassin the whole time and actually ended up killing the love interest. But I don't think that's going to happen. Well, she's not been told to kill the love interest yet. No, I know. But in my theory, he's going to die. Like he's going to be oh, marked. Oh, he's going to be marked. That's right. Right. He's going to be marked. Right. And in my my predictions right now is that she's not going to kill him, but it would be really cool if she did. Um, and it would be like, whoa, this novel needs more attention um, for being something different. But I think it's going to follow a YA thing. And like she, you know, picks him and picks love and picks because I, I really feel like something is off with this organization. I really think that the twist is that something is wonky. Yeah, she may be sanctioned and yeah, they may be touched by the god of uh, the saint of death I, I really think that something in there is not right and something in there is twisted and not great i think it has to do with the souls you know i mean okay. i already made a big soul collecting thing in golden compass so i'm not gonna go that route again but <laughs> there's something there that is not what she thinks it is and is not right and i'm sorry for making such a big broad pr- prediction but that that's how I feel something's wrong do you think if you think something's wrong with the abbey right yeah with that with Mortain's abbey um do you think the abbess is in on it a part of it yeah yeah okay because that's why she's protecting the young the the friend oh you think she's protecting the friend the friend why she's being sent out out. Mm mm-hmm Something's up with that. She's doing. She's treating that girl special for some reason. Okay. And I think she's protecting her from whatever the really big issue is. Yeah, because she's been there for a long time. Right. Which makes me think she's like the daughter of the abbess or something, but that's not right. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay. So, why is the story from our MC's perspective? There's something messed important? up with her poison body. With the fact that she was trying to be aborted. There, there's something weird about that. Um, something about her resistance to poison, or just the fact that she was un- no, unsuccessfully mark, aborted. Her mark is weird to me. Okay, something about something, her scar. Yeah, her scar is. Ugh, and she's older than the other girls. Like, why did it take her so fucking long to find her? She's not chosen one special, but she's special somehow she's important there's something about her past that we don't know well her mom and her sister ran off yeah and i think they very vaguely allude to one of them dying and one of them running away with a man but they didn't say which nope which is weird Mm -hmm. mm-hmm and i just that's gonna be important fuck i didn't think about it um probably I really think that something is up with this girl of that, like, the mom knew something was wrong, which is why she tried to abort her, which is why they ran away, and in order to try and protect her, they fucking Harry Pottered her, and were like, you need to stay away from this. Somehow, they knew that something was up, and so in an effort to try and protect her, but then when the father got fucking greedy and whatever and married her off, and the priest was like, fuck, I recognize one of the daughters... I'm going to send her away. That's that's what happened. I think she's special somehow because she was found later and that 
she's special because of her her mother knowing the bad secret about the organization fuck this is so wrong you think her mom knows about the organization the mom or the sister one or the two i think the mom does because they didn't mention how much older the sister was than her right so i feel like the mom's gotta know because that was the reason she tried to abort her well i think okay i think that the the implication at the beginning is that the mom had sex with death yeah i get that and knew like but who said that it was consensual? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like it's clear that she knew something was like going on. Right, that's what I'm saying though. Is that like but 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 I'm not, we're you're producing handmaidens of death. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good thing or the way that the the handmaidens of death are are um created not physically but like trained, created, um, molded. Molded. Yeah. You know, that the organization isn't necessarily a good thing, you know? And, and like I said, the sex with death could not have, could have been not consensual. And, you know, that the mom could have been one of the handmaidens, even though that's gross. No, yeah, no. I'm yep. just going to say no. The, we're going to back up right yeah. there. <laughs> I'm going to swallow and try not to throw up. But, okay, whatever. Still think that, obviously, they're not a secret, you know? The court kind of knows about them. Yeah, definitely, definitely some people know about them. Right. So who's to say? Okay. So she's special God, because so fucking of wrong. her scar and you think maybe because her of sister her or her parentage. mom. No. Yeah, because, because, she, because her mom, she's special. It's from her perspective because she is special and she's going to be the one who figures out that something's wrong with this organization. This doesn't fit the rest of the three books, but I don't fucking care. We're going with it, right? Found out that something's wrong with the organization. The mom knows somehow and had sex with death against her will and was like, fuck, I'm going to have a baby, but I don't want her to turn into one of the handmaidens of death, so I'm going to try and kill her. Fuck, that doesn't work. All right, so I'm going to leave her and hide her with her abusive father and hopefully they'll never find her. And then they find her. She develops later in life and then she herself figures out the thing that her mother figured out about the organization that's bad and she decides to instead change her morals and use all of her training to do better okay (laughs) (laughs) ta-da okay (laughs) ta-da i used to i used to nanny for a one-year-old she barely spoke but whenever she did anything that was like an accomplishment like put on her socks or something she'd go (laughs) ta-da so like cute blondie ta-da okay so final question do you have any other thoughts or what stories does this remind you of? You've said a bunch of them, but let's do them I've again. called out so many. I said Hunger Games. I think I threw out there. I said Throne of Glass. I said Black Coats. I said the Sabrina TV show. I said Gallagher Girls. I said Red Queen at one point. Um, it also is Queen of the Tearling-esque, which you have not read, but in I terms of the politics, fuck yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you can tell from the the persona that there's politics going there's some politics up in here oh i mentioned the selection um did you i did briefly okay um just in terms of court life versus not court life oh okay and that's where i mentioned red queen too um yeah so it reminds me of all of those in one way or another um yeah i think it's just a solid ya i really i really do i think there's a book I read called Enchanté that... No, Enchanté? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that new one that just came out. It's like set in the French Revolution or whatever. And I thought it was good. I was like, it's fine. 
it's good. It's your set YA. Like it hits all the points. And I feel like that this book is going to be one of those ones that like hits all the points, but then it has a little bit of extra of political because sometimes YA doesn't do that. Right. They go um, light on the political. Yeah. Why, Winter's Curse went heavy on the political. That's the only other one I can think of that's a YA because Queen of the Tierling technically is not YA. Um, it's some heavy, heavy high fantasy in there and sci-fi really. But anyway, um, yeah, so she's also 17. Do you think we're going to get, um, like... Sex? Sex in this book? Well, we've got abortion, almost rape, some death. She talks about boobs a lot. Yeah, she talks about rouging nipples. I love that part. That was the best scene <laughs> ever. You know, so I would, I, you know what? Nipples. I think what we'll do is, I don't know if we'll get, like, romance novel level sex. Sure. But I think it's going to be more than fade to black YA sex. Okay. M- you know, maybe maybe not as Sarah J. Moss, but something a little pulled back from that. If they end up doing that, though, because I'm not convinced that they're gonna, but they might have to. Ooh, gross. Okay, anyway, <laughs> sorry, move on. We should move on. <laughs> yeah, well, Duval was like, let's pretend she's my cousin. Like, he obviously doesn't want her to be. Yeah, but it's totally enemies to lovers. It's you. It's definitely enemies to lovers. You picked this book. You like it. It's got to be in there somewhere. Maybe. No, not maybe. Truth. <laughs> Truth. That's Boom. The one you're There's my about. prediction. Mic drop. Not really, because these are expensive. Yeah. Also, it would be hard to pick. You'd have to like pick it up and throw it. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> Is there any other questions you want to add on? I don't think so. I think we did a pretty comprehensive job here. I'm just gonna be so wrong. I'm gonna be sitting on the plane and I'm gonna be like fuck and people next to me are gonna be like what here's one thing so you said that she's gonna have a servant type level person who's gonna be a mentor kind of person yeah do you think she's gonna have like forge any other relationships like is there gonna be women who she's friends with in this place i think the one chick's gonna show up again the The, one she like helped in the abbey yeah the one that's missing yeah Okay. But like new people, like at the court, do you think she's going to become friends with any of these courtiers? No, I said they're all going to be bitches. Okay. I just want to make no, sure. No, I really I really think they're going to be bitches. But now your question makes me unsure. Well, no, I just w- wondered because um having a mentor is, you know, one thing, but it's a mentor friend person. Like Okay. Like a mentor friend person. Like like in some stories where the lady in her lady and her lady's maid are like very close kind of thing yeah that kind of situation okay like in a madness so discreet let me mention another book (laughs) in a madness so discreet when it's like the the people in the ward are all banding together while one of them is like the assistant of the guy who's solving mysteries and then the rest are just the ward people They're, they're friends it works it works it works in my head anyway okay that's in a book i should make you read (laughs) <laughs> yeah i haven't read that one either but it's fine it's great and creepy and about women in insane asylums in the 1800s okay do you have anything to add no except that i've realized what creepy books minnie mcginnis writes <laughs> yeah she's got some we were talking about heroin topics. before this which is why i have to just clarify why that came up so uh, she writes them well though right she does she's an excellent excellent fucking writer which is why i was really sad we didn't have more people when she came to tattered cover for um uh, this darkness mine, which I didn't like, but was also creepy. Regardless, I don't have anything to add about Grave Mercy. Okay. Um, except the title. 
Uh-huh. Which is another reason why I think she's going to figure out a different moral stance because of mercy, like granting mercy on people. Maybe. But I is don't killing know. people a mercy? I don't know. <laughs> don't get me started. I don't know. Okay, we should well. end this podcast and move on to our promo. Okay. So, yes. Every Predictions episode, we promo another bookish podcast. And this week, I decided to promo... Um, Shit, my brain stopped working. Audio shelf. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Literally, my brain is like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> we are going to share with you guys a really funny podcast. It's honestly pretty similar to ours, not in the prediction way, but they um, review audiobooks and books, and they also do it on YouTube, so it's fun. You can see their faces, unlike us. You cannot see our faces and they, we don't even do we don't even do the preview episodes anymore face to face or the predictions episodes face to face so we don't see each other's faces yeah not that i'm great about reading facial expressions but i'm a really shit liar so if allison's reading my face she can probably tell one way or the other so i anyway sorry so but anyway so um audio shelf is really fun and you should give them a listen and we're gonna let them talk about themselves here for a second because that's better than we can do insert promo now Hey, I'm Brittany. And I'm Brad. And we are best friends and co-hosts of Audio Shelf. A podcast that reviews books and audiobooks, interviews authors and narrators, and have enthusiastic discussions about the book world. Our show is more like a conversation you'd have with your friends rather than a traditional back and forth review. We release new episodes every week with our review episodes coming out Monday, our talk episodes coming out on Thursday, and our booktube episodes coming out Wednesdays. Join our chats on all our social media and subscribe for updates. Until then, bye. bye. So yeah, that's Audio Shelf. Um, go give them a listen. Follow them on social. They're super fun and they like to interact with their people. So head over and listen to them. They're hilarious. They're as funny, if not funnier than us. Probably funnier than us. Yeah, we're not and that funny. Well, I think we're kind of funny. <laughs> Well, I do. We think I we're do. hilarious. We think we're hilarious. We we. You know what? We make each other laugh. That's the point. If we right? make other people laugh, it's only a bonus. <laughs> Icing on the cake. I'm done now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. Um, and I hope you enjoyed our bonus episode last week. It was super fun to record, and we're excited to share some some new stuff with you. Um, thank you guys for your inputs on uh, social media. Uh, recently about what our episode sh- our bonus episode should be thank you so much for following us and listening we really really appreciate it it's actually super cool to know that we're not talking out into the void i mean don't get me wrong i like talking to allison and i like reading books but it's really really fun to know that we're sharing that with others so thank you guys rate us five stars you know leave a leave us a review um we really really appreciate it that's all folks well, okay, you can't say that because that's fucking copyrighted. Especially yeah, if you do care. it in, like the pig voice, they're not gonna listen. <laughs> Actually, if this just episode saw- gets if this episode gets taken <laughs> off, I'm fucking blaming you. I just saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and they say that. No, like, is he allowed to say? I that? still haven't seen it. What? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's the best movie of like Seth the last and I five were years. gonna go, but it snowed. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll not have this conversation on the podcast, so you don't have to listen to it. Um, thanks for listening. I'm Allison. I'm Kales. Keep making novel predictions. Bye. Bye.